January 6th, 2022. This is the Hermetic Hour, and I'm your host, Poke Runyon. And tonight we we will review all of our live broadcasts in 2021, starting with The Lost Pillars of Enoch by Tobias Churton from January 7th, and summarizing all 19 new shows, ending with the pagan myth of Christmas on December 23rd. So keep your pencils handy to jot down the ones that you missed that you will want to search out on the archives. And uh, we had some very good shows in this sad year. We are already planning a great lineup for 2022, starting with Crowley in England next week. And remember, uh, that's HTTP stroke stroke www.blogtalkradio.com, the Hermetic Hour, the dash Hermetic dash Hour. Uh, and then, then all our shows are archived. And just go there, and you can, and you can, you can, you can pick them up. So let's get right on into it. January seventh, twenty twenty-one, the Lost Pillars of Enoch by Tobias Churton. On Thursday, January seventh, twenty twenty-one, the Hermetic Hour uh, will review the Lost Pillars of Enoch by Tobias Churton, twenty twenty-one. This is an important book on one of the most important themes underlying the Western esoteric tradition, the legendary secret wisdom of the antediluvian civilization. For the biblical flood that inspired later astrologers, alchemists, magicians, Kabbalists, Freemasons, and Rosicrucians from the first century to the present, beginning with Enoch's two pillars, as recalled in Josephus, Churton follows the ancient wisdom theme Though enough go through hermetic and alchemical writings and on into the beginnings of masonry, he cites the remarkable account of Scottish explorer James Bruce, who brought the first copies of the Book of Enoch out of Ethiopia and reveals that Isaac Newton was an alchemist and a Freemason. He carries his theme of ancient wisdom on through Blavatsky to Crowley, giving us a philosophical history of the Western esoteric tradition. This book is highly recommended. And then on January 21st, we did The Outer Planets in Astrology and Magic. On Thursday, January 21st, the Hermetic Hour with host Pope Runyon, Brother Fabian, will present a discussion on the Outer Planets in Astrology and Magic, joined by astrologer and occult author Anne Finnan, very honored sister Urania. As most of us know, astrology, hermetic magic, and alchemy arose and flourished in the years before the modern trans-Saturnian planets were discovered. In ancient times, it was believed that Saturn was the outer limit of the solar system, and astrology and its dependent sciences, magic and alchemy, factored celestial influences based on what could be observed with the naked eye. According to Hermetic philosophy, the macrocosm of the heavens was reflected in the human microcosm, 
We all behaved, prospered, or failed on the whim of the planets within and the surrounding signs of the zodiac. In magic, we all had seven planets in our horoscopes to contend with, and we created talismans and rituals to deal with them. In the Middle Ages and in the Renaissance, this astrological magic grew into an elaborate system, which was continued into modern times, but since 1791, when Herschel discovered Uranus beyond Saturn, it was followed by the discovery of Neptune in 1846 and Pluto in... I've got 10.30 down here, but that, that's not possible. Um, and the hermetic, the hermetic microcosm had to be extended. Astrologers managed to factor in the newly discovered heavenly bodies, but magicians and alchemists were slow to adapt. These slow-moving, long-term bodies have profound effects on individuals and societies. We will discuss the creation of talismans, cameos, and mythology applications to the outer planets. So, if you would like to know what lies beyond the abyss, tune in and we'll take you to the outer limits. And following up on February 4th, Al-Kindi's Theory of Stellar Rays. On Thursday, February 4th, 2021, the Hermetic Hour will present a discussion on the 9th century Arab treatise on stellar rays by the Baghdad sage Abu Yusuf Al-Kindi. This work had a considerable influence on medieval astrology and magic. Its influence continues to this day in the New Age astrology of Alice Bailey and in the revival of Picatrix and an astrological magic grimoire from the 9th century that Al-Kindi's work influenced. So, if you want to find out where the mysterious seven rays came from, tune in and we'll return to Baghdad in the days of the Arabian Nights. Now, on March 4th, the Underground War and the Shaver Mystery. On Thursday, March 4th, Hermetic Hour will present a discussion on recent reports of an alleged underground war being waged by American Special Forces soldiers against a coalition of traitors and demonic aliens in a subterranean network of dumbs, deep underground military bases connected to a tunnel network evacuated and still inhabited by ancient satanic humanoids, usually described as demons. This vast underground network is said to extend worldwide. It was first revealed to the public in 1886 by French writer Saint-Yves de Verde, who claimed it was a subterranean kingdom under Tibet with tunnels that reached everywhere in the world, and it was forgotten until 1922 when Ferdinand Osendowski exposed it again in his bestseller, Beasts, Men, and Gods. 
although he may have gotten the story from the mad baron of Mongolia, who probably got it from St. Eve's book, or perhaps from the drunken high lama of Mongolia, who probably got it from the mad baron. In any case, a science fiction writer who was also mad, Richard S. Shaver, re-ran it as a series of true fictional adventures and amazing stories right after the end of World War II. Shaver gathered a fan base of true believers, including this reporter at age 16. This evil underworld was peopled by satanic mutants armed with ancient ray machines which could be used for mind control and sadistic torture and seduction. It made great pulp fiction. Even after I outgrew Shaver, I couldn't resist making a movie based on this mystery. And in 2007, we released Beyond Lemuria, which includes all of the elements the present underground war reports are featuring. Government and military involvement, satanic depravity, child trafficking, and UFO super science. Tonight, we will focus on these current reports and the actual evidence of these underground facilities. So, if you want to know what's really going on down there, stay tuned and we'll uh, go down the rabbit hole. Okay. Um, we're still selling Beyond Lemuria, by the way. March March 18th, 2021, Elizabethan magic from Shakespeare to John Dee. In the Elizabethan period, the Italian Renaissance came to England. Even though the English had broken with the Roman church, they were still following the Italians in astrology, philosophy, alchemy, and magic. During the reign of the Virgin Queen, the British would exceed the Italians in the one aspect of the Hermetic arts, magic. The angelic revelation of Dr. John Dee is certainly the high watermark of Renaissance theurgy. But we magicians sometimes forget that the English Elizabethan period was a magical age. It was the time of Shakespeare, the Tempest, Milton's Paradise Lost, and Spencer's Fairy Queen. Magic was in the air. So let us look back on this golden age and recall some of its magical treasures. April 1st, 2021. Consecrating a bishop hermetic style. The Hermetic Hour for Thursday, April 1st, 2021, with host Folk will present a discussion on the forthcoming bishop consecration ceremony and investiture, which we will be performing this weekend upon one of our senior Rosicrucian adepts. It will be modified after the Roman ceremony, altered to conform with Hermetic and Gnostic Christian Valentinian dogmas and symbolism. It will be divided into the traditional three parts, the examination, the consecration, the investiture. In our case, the communion of the elements will replace the mass as the ceremony of consecration. Honey replacing wine, and in the investiture, Hermes will replace Moses, Melchizedek replaces Aaron, and through Christ our Lord is extended to through Christ our Lord and Mary Magdalene Our Lady. 
Although our broadcast is on April Fool's Day, the actual ceremony will take place on the 3rd. But if the broadcast date casts aspersions on the merit of the occasion, we might ponder why the fool is at the top of the tree. April 15th, Secrets of the First Conjuration of the Galatia. We have had a photocopy of a 300-year-old magical manuscript in our archives for 50 years and have used it for research, study rituals, and publications. But until recently, we began a serious study of the but until we began a serious study of the Valentinian Gnosticism, we had no idea what secrets were hidden in this Elizabethan era manuscript that we had been using for years. The structure of the celestial and terrestrial visions of the Tetragrammaton was set forth in the first conjuration of the Goetia. Elizabethan magicians were Neoplatonists and Hermetics. They were partial to Christian Gnosticism and venerated the Most High God, honoring Jehovah as the God of the Earth Sphere. I now wonder if Sloan 2731 influenced us to realize the two tetragrammatons years before we discovered them in the text of the First Conjuration. And on May 6, 2021, the Kabbalah of Wizardry. On Thursday, May 6th, the Hermetic Hour with Host Folk Union will present a revised chapter from the new edition of the Book of Solomon's Magic, Chapter 5, The Kabbalah of Wizardry. This revision is necessary because our version of Kabbalah has undergone some evolvement since this chapter was published 26 years ago. We have discovered the Celestial Tetragrammaton, restored the 11-sphere tree of life before the fall, evolved the sacred marriage from Baal and Astarte to Jesus and Mary Magdalene in the Rosicrucian degrees, and created new Kameas for the outer planets. I suggest that you have your tree of life diagrams handy as you listen so you can follow along the paths. And on May 27th, 2021, Fair Fairy is any sphere with Lady Joe Carson. On May 27th, 2021, the Hermetic Hour will host, uh, with host Polk Runyon, will have as honored guest Lady Joe Carson, Amatrix of Feriferia, who will discuss her restoration and fulfillment of Master Fred Adams' cosmos encompassing mandala, the Enneosphere, which incorporates Kabbalistic astrologic, astrological and, uh, and, and tarot correspondences in one great design. This masterpiece can be seen on Feriferia's website, feriferia.org, under latest editions, and, and on chsota.org on the blogs as fun with any spheres. If possible, look at the graphics on these websites while listening to the show, and also check out Lady Joe's film, Dancing with Gaia. We just released it on Amazon, so tune in and, and get introduced to the celestial key 
to the Hermetic Mysteries. And then on June 3rd, 2021, Rosicrucian Corpus Christi Ceremony. On Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, the Hermetic Hour with host Pope Ryan presented a reading of the newly drafted Corpus Christi Ceremony, which will represent the Rosicrucian climax of the ancient pagan seasonal ceremony round. It will be performed following the spring sacred marriage nuclear rite. In keeping with the sacred marriage being the supreme sacrament and passion of early Gnostic Christianity. The ritual will follow the ancient Nessaean document honoring Jesus as the last of the pagan dying gods, coming down to rescue and marry Mary Magdalene so that they may rule together as king and queen of Israel. So if you want to experience the second coming Valentinian style, tune in and receive the Gnosis. On July 8th, 2021, the Ars Notoria. On Tuesday, July 8th, 2021, the Hermetic Hour, with host Polk Runyon and, and very honored Frater Suan will present Cushion on the Ars Notoria, a medieval Solomonic grimoire of prayers and meditations designed to assist in learning the Hermetic arts such as astrology, alchemy, philosophy, and even theology. Although attributed to Solomon, it is heavily Christian and filled with hermetic and magical lore. It was often included in the Lamegaton compendiums of Solomonic grimoires, along with the Goetia and the Almadel. It originated in the 13th century, but we are most familiar with Robert Turner's 1656 translation, available from Crichton Books, 1997. But we will also discuss Stephen Skinner and Daniel Clark's 2019 compendium of earlier versions. So tune in and learn how the old wizards remembered their spells. On August 5th, 2021, Magical Astrology from Pacino to Campanello with Michael Beeson. On Thursday, August 5th, 2021, the Hermetic Hour with host Polk Runyon will present a discussion on magical electional astrology from Ficino to Campanella with Bishop Michael Beeson, very honored Fratterson. We will refer to D.P. Walker's book, Demonic and Spiritual Magic from Ficino to Campanella, recounting Campanella and Pope Urban's magical astrological operation. We will discuss planetary hours, lunar mansions, and other aspects of electional astrology. We will recommend the books of Christopher Warnock, Renaissance Astrology, and Michael Beeson's own podcast, Hacking Fate. So if you want to know how the old wizards did it, tune in and find out. On August 19th, 2021, Jack Parsons, American Prophet, Freedom Revisited. On Thursday, August 19th, the Hermetic Hour with host Pope Runyon will present two prophetic essays by American rock and scientist, magician, and philosopher John Whiteside Parsons. Chapter 2 and 3 of Freedom is a Two-Edged Sword. Taken from the Seventh Ray, Book, book 4, Omnibus, The Violet Ray, a reprint of the original publication in the Seventh Ray 
Issue 19 in 1977, Chapter 3, and a previously unpublished Chapter 2, The Sword and the State. These essays from the 1950s, particularly important at the present political, spiritual, and socioeconomic situation. They should be of particular interest to our polemic listeners and hermetic students generally. I do not always agree with Jack, but I do agree with uh, that his work should be revived and reviewed at this critical time. So, if you want to know, if you want to know what Maestro Valerian predicted, tune in and find out. And on August 26, 2021, Hermetics in a Futuristic Society. On Thursday, August 26, 2021, the Hermetic Hour will explore the place of Hermetics and the Hermetic magicians in the coming futurist society, influenced and augmented by genetic engineering, nanotech, computer technology, artificial intelligence, cleodynamics, and we will refer to our broadcasts over the past few years dealing with these superhumanizing or dehumanizing uh, the dehumanizing texts and text systems predicted by science fiction authors such as A.E. Van Vogt, L. Ron Hubbard, Isaac Asimov, and Frederick Herbert, and Frank Herbert. We will consult current works on the subject by Michu Kaku and Max and Mark Zimmer. We will suggest that much of this futurism derives from hermetic philosophy, and therefore we magicians should embrace, embrace it, providing we can become more human rather than... rather than a swarm of subhuman drones in a hive. So if you want to be slams, fans of the slams are, nobody, are, are, today's, future, are, are today's futurists. Uh, slams were, were characters in an A.E. Van Vogt science fiction novel back in the 50s. Um, and, and science fiction fans called themselves fans or slams at that time. Anyway, on September 9th, 2021, Tartaria and the Legend of Prester John. On Thursday, September 9th, 2021, the Hermetic Hour uh, will present a discussion on the vast Central Asian Kingdom of Tartaria and the medieval legend of Prester John, the mysterious Christian monarch who was said to have ruled a huge empire west of China, and to have written letters to the Pope and kings in Europe, mentioned by Marco Polo and other European travelers to the Orient. Prester John was a political holy grail quest for crusaders seeking allies against the Muslims. But John and his kingdom was never found. And yet, there may have been a Christian king and warlord in Central Asian medieval times, as new historical research and archaeology are discovering. In medieval times, the boundaries of Tartaria 
stretched from China to Eastern Europe, an area defined by the conquest of Genghis Khan and his sons. And only recently have we come to realize that Europeans have been living in Central Asia for thousands of years. Many of the Central Asian tribes and even nations riding under the Mongol banners in the Middle Ages were actually Caucasian Christians, descendants of the ancient Scythians, Armenians, and Indo-Europeans. The real history of Central Asia has been suppressed and mistranslated. We will suggest who the real Prester John might have been, so put on your fedora, snap your bullwhip, and let's follow the Silk Road to adventure. Okay. September 23rd, 2021. Journey to the Castle by Anne Finnan. On Thursday, September 23rd, the Hermetic Hour with Host Poker and Annual Review, Journey to the Castle, 2021 by Ann Finnan, a very honored sister Urania, who will join us on the show to guide us, recalling her journey to find the roots of, the tradition, of traditional British witchcraft. As much as most of you know, modern British witchcraft is divided between Gardnerian and Robert Gravesian branches. The Gravesian branch, springing mostly from Bill Gray uh, and Robert Cochrane, Roy Bowers, and imported to America by Joe Wilson as the Order of 1734. Now, Dave and Ann Finnan's coven of the Roebuck grew out of 1734, but they wanted to get the real roots uh, of their inspiration. So they went to England, met the elders, walked the ley lines, visited the castles, learned the truth firsthand. This book recalls that quest, documents their discoveries, and presents Anne's insights into the meanings and significance of this most shamanic form of modern witchcraft. If you want to know how to cross the moat, tune in and take notes. October 7th, 2021, The Tomb of Prester John, Chapter 1, by myself, Pope Runyon. The Hermetic Hour for Thursday will feature a dramatic reading of the first Prester John, a new magical adventure novel by Hermetic host, author, Pope Runyon. And the protagonist of the story is the same Indiana Jones' anthropologist that Pope created and portrayed in his film, Beyond Lemuria where we saw Doc Rowland exploring the ruined city of Nanmadol. In this new adventure, Rowland and his beautiful belly-dancing lady archaeologist, Sophie, go in search of the fabulous tomb of the legendary medieval priest king, Prester John. They have a 12th century letter written by Prester John to Emperor Frederick Barbarossa and an antique magic lantern to decode the script. They know the tomb is located somewhere east of Samarkand, but Sophie must evoke the prophetess Jezebel in a full moon ritual dance. Throughout their adventure, they are stalked by Sophie's former lover, Khalil Ibn Iblis, a terrorist, who believes he is the reincarnation of Hassan Saba, the old man of the mountains and has revived the cult of the assassins. And as the tale progresses, we will air it chapter by chapter on the Hermetic Hour. So if you want to get in on the beginning, tune in tonight and get ready for high adventure.
And, of course, we're still working on that one. November 4th, 2021. Dark Lord Moat channels King Ahab for Halloween. Thursday, November 4th, 2021. The Hermetic Hour will present a reprise of the channeling of biblical King Ahab by very honored Father Solomon, sitting on the bone throne in the pavilion of the gods at Rivendell, following the moat mass on October 30th. King Ahab was a king of ancient Israel who, along with his Phoenician wife, Queen Jezebel, were demonized by Ezra and the prophet Isaiah. This revelation presents them in a, in a true and fair view. Worthy to join the ranks of Melchizedek and Solomon as ancient avatars in our tradition. Very honored Prater Thavion will discuss Jezebel's first century A.D. namesake in the book of Revelation, who was equally maligned and needs to be rehabilitated. So if you want to look behind the biblical, biblical fake news, tune in and find out the truth. December 23rd, 2021. And this was the last show of the year. The Pagan Myth of, of Christmas. Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. The Hermetic Hour, Hour's host, Folk Runyon, will read his essay entitled The Pagan Myth of Christmas. As most of you know, December 25th is a date selected to represent winter solstice and was at its best correspond to the seasonal return of the sun, making Jesus a pagan sun god. And this is just one of many pagan themes adopted by Christianity in the formative years of the religion. The cross of crucifixion became the cross of the four seasons. Churches were built on the site of pagan temples. But what is not widely known is the connection between paganism, Gnosticism, and Christianity. Jesus was a pagan god modeled on Osiris, and when we match, match him up with the Canaanite Baal, he becomes the once and future king of Israel and the last of the pagan dying gods. The Gnostic Christians believed that there had been a succession of these redeemers represented by ancient gods and goddesses. So if you want to celebrate the mystery of Christmas, tune in. And, and we'll deck the halls. Remember that old uh, song, Deck the Halls of Boston, Shirley, Walla Walla Wash, and Kalamazoo. Nora's freezing on the trolleys while her daughter cut off our Alagaroo. Anyway, uh, now, that, wrap, that wraps up the year. And uh, next, uh, next week we're starting off new shows with uh, Tobias Churton's Crowley in England. And this this is going to be very, very interesting because Churton has discovered in researching Crowley back in the 1930s, Churton has discovered an aspect of Aleister Crowley that nobody has known about before. Crowley was a gourmet cook and and uh, this, this, is, this is absolutely fascinating. Uh, and we, he he entertained uh, he entertained London society back in the in the 1930s by by having these gourmet lunches and dinners. And and this is 
This this is absolutely fat. No, nobody nobody's no not done anything like this before. Uh and so be sure and tune in next week and, and learn about the uh learn about the uh about Crowley and his uh and his and his hot cuisine. And also I'd like to announce that we have we have opened our, our own bookstore and uh you can buy all of our all of our books and we're, and we're eventually going to sell a quintet videos, and and we're going to be selling magical equipment, and this is and it's it's pokerunion.com. That that that's very simple. It's easy to remember. Pokerunion.com. Go there and and uh, and you can uh, and you can have a catalog of all of our offers. And so until until next week and and. Uh, and get your uh, uh, get your taste buds <laughs> your taste buds ready for for the Crowley Crowley's uh, uh, savory dishes. And we'll see you next week. And until then, good magic and and uh, happy New Year.